So the following halachas, we have a number of halachas we're going to go through. Uh, we're not going to go through all halachas. Tesis points out there are many halachas that are not included on either side of this list. But some of these items, uh, it's a special mitzvah to say them in Lashon HaKodesh. And some of these items, uh, you can say them in any Lashon. Whether that means any Lashon you understand or any Lashon maybe somebody understands. We can talk about it as we go through the sugya. It's not 100% clear from the sugya. But we'll go through the, the different details of it. So it says the Mishnah, Elun Amar Bechol Lashon. So Pasha Sait, that's the connection obviously to our Masechta. So the Pasha Sait, now remember we have to differentiate here between the different parts of Pasha Sait. There's Pasha Sait that you write down, that you do the Mechika, that has to be Lashon Kodesh from the Sefer like we discussed. Or we were talking about the Shvur that the Isha makes, which is an interesting point because the the chayr the shvur the isha makes is she has to understand what she's saying, right? She it can't just be something that she doesn't understand what it is. It's just it's not a tefillah, right? It's a it's a shvur, and therefore it has to be lechayr something she understands. So here it says bechol You could say it in any language. We'll see the gemara the pesukim vidui meiser. Also we do vidui meiser every three years when you say b'ratia kodesh ben abayis and you say that you took care of all your trumas and meisus obligations. So that also is pesukim in the Torah, of course, and can be said bechol the next one the Bishra says is Kriyashma. We have a chif to say Kriyashma twice a day. So you can also say it in Al-Khalasha. It does not have to be a Lashon Kodesh. And here's where the, the Mishabura, uh, when he discusses this halacha, specifically if we're related to Kriyashma, but it could be related to these other things as well, he said you have a trouble is because when, you, when you're dealing with a translation, Right, you're saying it bechol lashon. So, what does that mean when you translate any of these things into a different lashon? How does the translation work? There are many words in Krishma that we don't really know how to translate them. I mean, he picks for a fatayt over shinantam. So, if you look at the art school I looked this morning, right, it translates the It should be for tefillin between your eyes. I don't know. Is that the word tefillin means tefillin? It's hard to know exactly what the word tefillin how it translates. So, Afriki, whatever. Afriki it means four. Does that mean? So whatever, it's hard to understand. We understand the concept of it. We understand the concept of it, but in every translation, there's always going to be some explanation built into the translation. So how exactly you go about translating this is one issue. Another issue, excuse me, another issue is, is that in many languages, uh, there's a difference between whether you put verbs first or nouns first in terms of the sentence structure. And therefore, it's also a question when you're translating, you're saying these things in different languages, do you translate it word for word, even though the sentence you're coming out with in English makes no sense whatsoever, but this, you're mimicking the sentence structure in Lashon Kaidish. How do you do this? It's not 100% clear. The Gemara does not really discuss it. And that's why the Mishnah Bureau very much discourages as much as possible saying things in other languages, unless you have no choice. You, you push it, can't read Hebrew, then you can say it in any language like the Allah says. But it's definitely difficult to come out with exactly how this is supposed to be. So that's by Kriyashma for sure, which obviously Kriyashma would be the Daraisa, then you're really taking chances if you're not being yaitzit properly. Tefillah, davening on a day-to-day basis, We'll see in the Gemara. Brichas Hamazin, benching, also would be obviously a Dindarai, so you'd have the same issue over there and how to, how to work out the translation, but you're allowed to. Then we get to two others, Shvuas Eidus and Shvuas Abigadon. The two Shvuas that we have, but Shvuas Eidus, if Bezin makes someone's Mashbiya somebody, that he knows it, and he says he doesn't know the Edus, and they make him a Shvur, and he answers on that, or Shvur Sapikodin, if he, they give him a Pikodin to watch, or a case of Mikzas, all the various cases of Shvur, which Rashi says would have Nafkaminas, like Abbe Karbonas. And these Shvur Sapikodin, Shvur Sapikodin, if the person's caught to be lying, he has to bring different Karbonas, so we have to be that the Shvur is a legitimate Shvur based on the interest. So all these halachas, the Mishnah says, can be said, Bechol Losh. 
Now we get to the other list. However, the following list, Dafka has to be said in Lashon Kodesh. First of all, Mikra Bikurim. A person is Mikra Bikurim, a rabbi and a When a person brings Bikurim, he reads the Parshas Bikurim. That's like a din in Kriya Satira, and that has to be said in in Dafka Lashon Kodesh. V'chalitza, when the Isha says, Man Yavami, we go through that whole back and forth, we had the Gemara Yavami's conversation between the parties over there. That Dafka is based on a Pasuk. We'll see, it has to be Dafka done bit Lashon HaKodesh. Brachos v'klalis. This is referring to the brachos v'klalis on Har Grizim and Har Evol when they came into Eretz Canaan with Yeshua. We're all the way at the beginning, we'll spend a lot of time on that throughout this parak, going through the details of that Maimed. So then, Dafka, we had to be said a lashikadish. I find this one to be interesting. The Gemara is going to bring Sukkim for it because you would have thought, what language were they speaking otherwise? Right, this is talking about the people who came through the Midbar 40 years. In the Mitzrayim, we said, Lashinus, Lashin, and Lachaira, Lachaira, Pashim Shat, asking any kid, they would tell you they spoke Lashin Kaidish, and they're Lashin Kaidish. Now you're telling me when they come into Eretz Kanan, be careful to say it in Lashin Kaidish as opposed to what other language would it be. I don't know. But it sounds like that their, their, their Svatim, their Mama Lashin, was Lav Dafka Lashin Kaidish, what they talked Every day. That's what it sounds like from the Gemara. But this, Maimed, specifically, you have to do it in Lashon Kodesh. It's listed, though, as those that are an ongoing process. Yeah. It's not. It's not. This is a, that's, that's a whole other issue, is that many times the Gemara, many times the Gemara says, what's the difference? The reason this one is significant, you'll see in the Gemara, is because this becomes the Makar for a lot of the other halachas that have to be done for Lashon HaKodesh. The Gemara learns it out in this Pasuk, and from there, some of the shittas, it's the Makar for the other ones. That's why we stress it. I'm just pointing out that it's interesting that the Pasuk has to say it in the first place. But you're definitely right. There's definitely something that only happened one time and never happened again. Birchas Kainim, Birchas Kainim, also has to be Blashan Kodesh. Birchas Kain Gadol, the Brachas Kain Gadol, on Yom Kippur, what he says, all that has to be Blashan Kodesh. Upashas Hamelech, when he does, when he lanes the Sefitar by Hakel, that he has to lane in Lashon Kodesh. Uparshas Egla Rufa. Egla Rufa also interesting that you, you could have possibly thought that when they say that it's just a statement. It's not a statement. It's a Kriya. And therefore it has to be done This is definitely a very interesting one because the Muhammad, when he's speaking to the people, the people need to understand what he's saying. And they need to understand if you're, you're going out and you shouldn't be afraid. And if you are afraid, this way, no, it has to, daf can be done, Belash and Arkadish. And they have to pull out the rod scrolls and follow along in what he's saying. But he has to say it in Lash and Kaddish. So the mission is going to go through the Makairis for some of these halachas, and some of them we're going to only find out in the Gemara. So it continues the Mishnah. Mikri Bikurim Ketza. It's a funny word, Ketza, Rashi points out. Ketza does not, in this case, mean how. Ketza means Minayim, from where. So Mikri Bikurim Ketza. It says in the Pasuk by Mikri Bikurim, Vanisa Viamarti. You should answer, and you should say, we know we'll talk more about the Psukim in a minute. So it says the once it says Vanisa Viamarti, and by the Rachas and Klaus, by Har Grizim and Har Evil. It says Vanua Leviim. There it also says the Lashon of Answering Agzeres Shava Vamru Malalam Balashin Kodesh. Just like we'll learn out in the Gemara that the Brachas and Klaus and Har Grizim and Har Evil had to be specifically Balashin Kodesh. So we make Agzeres Shava to Mikra Bikurim Afkam Balashin Kodesh. Mikra Bikurim has to be Balashin Kodesh. Tosis points out, and Rashi deals with this throughout the sugya, is that we're going to bring Psukim on both sides of this equation. Meaning we're going to bring Psukim that the ones that have to be in Lashon Kodesh have to be in Lashon Kodesh. And we're going to bring Psukim that the ones who don't have to be in Lashon Kodesh don't be in Lashon Kodesh. Tyson says that's a little bit problematic. L'chari, there should be a Pashup shot, and then there should be an exception. Is 
the Pasha Pshat that everything can be in any language, and the exception is certain things have to be in Lashon Kodesh, or is the Pasha Pshat everything has to be in Lashon Kodesh, and we need special Pesukim to tell me if these other things don't need to be in Lashon Kodesh. So Rashi struggles with this as well, and Rashi seems to say that in most of the cases where we learn out that it doesn't have to be in Lashon Kodesh, the Chiddush is you would have thought you learn it from these things that Dafka do need to be in Lashon Kodesh. So the Pesukim tell me these list of things have to be in Lashon Kodesh. You therefore would have thought for various reasons, Rashi goes through each one sort of on each case, that these other items, like we started with, also need to be in Lashon Kodesh. So Kamashman, they don't. So you actually, according to Rashi, you actually need Pesukim on both sides of the equation. Chalitza case. Where do we know Chalitza has to be blush in Kurdish? It says over there, Va'ansa Va'amro. Over there also it says, Va'ansa Va'nikshal Yivimta Elav Leine Ezekene Va'chol Sanafshim Eragla Va'yarka Va'fana Va'ansa Va'amro Kochi Asali Isha Shalivna Ba'isachas. It says, Ania. Va'lanu Wa'imer Va'anu Wa'alivim. Again, the same Zereshava Va'anu Va'amro. Ma'lalam Blush in Kurdish. Of Kamal Blush in Kurdish. And therefore, that's the Makar that Chalitza has to be specifically done in Blush in Kurdish. Yuda agrees that Allah, he argues on the Makar. Yuda Wa'imer Va'ansa Va'amro the Pasuk says, V'ansar, remember she says, Kocha Yasa. What's Kocha Yasa? She could have just said, V'ansar, Amar, Yasa. This is what you do. What's Kocha? So Kocha, Chetayim of Lashon Kodesh. Kocha is a Lashon of, we use it in Yuma uses this a lot as well. Whenever it says Kocha, it's Le'ikuva. Whenever the Pasuk says the word Kocha, that means you have to do it exactly this way. As we'll see in the Gemara, that means all the activities you need to do have to be done that way, and it has to be done in the way it's written. And obviously it's written in the Sefer Torah, in Lashon Kodesh. And if it says Kocha, says by Chalitza, it has to be done Belashin Kodesh. Brachas for closed kate. So what's the story about Hargrizim and Arevel? Says the Gemara, before we get to the Minayan, and interestingly enough, the mission over here sort of forgets to get to the Minayan. The mission never actually says how it has to be Lashon Kodesh. Rather, it goes through the whole story of the Maimon of the Hagrizim and Arevel. Chibin Shavar Yisrael Siyadim, when they crossed the Yadim with Yeshua, Ubal Hagrizim and Arevel, we'll talk about tomorrow where exactly Hagrizim and Arevel are located, based on the Psukim at least. Uh, it's in the, the Shomron, which we know is on the, the northern half of Eretz Yisrael. Shabbat Shechem, it's next to Shechem. That's how this man, the the Gemara holds. Shabbat which is near Elone More. If you go visit it nowadays, you can see it. There's a town called Elone More. There's Shem, and in between them are these two mountains, Hagrizim and Arevel. Shenemar, Halohema, Be'ever, Ayardin. We'll dash in the Psukim where it is. It says, Halohema, Be'ever, Ayardin. So therefore, we say that it says over there, it was Ade Elone More. And it says, By Avram Avini, he went to Elone More, which is next to Shem. So we assume it's the same Elone More. Ma Elone More, Amor Lalan just by Avramavin, it was Elamorah, which is near Shechem, Afan Morah, Morakan Shechem, and therefore we assume that the Hagrizim and Arevel, that, remember, these Psukim are written twice. These Psukim are written as a Tzivui from Moshe Rabbeinu to Yeshua at the end of Sefer Dvarim, and then they're written again but in Sefer Yeshua when he actually goes ahead and does it. Okay, as it has to be in Shechem. And what happened? Shisha Shvatim Alulurashagrizim. Now we're going to see details in the Gemara. The Gemara brings Machlaikis about the actual details of the Maimon. But our Mishnah says, six Shvatim went up on Hargrizim. This Shisha Shvatim Alulurashagrizim. Six Shvatim stood on Haravel. And the Kohenim, the Levim, and the Aaron Kaidish, the Abris, were standing in between the two mountains. Hakoinim Akifin Asarim, around the Aaron Kaidish, the Aaron Abris, was a circle of the Kohenim. Levim is a Kohenim. Levim went around them. Then Yisrael was surrounded on both sides over there. 
So, they turned towards Hargrizim, the Paschum Bracha, and they said the various Brachas, Paracha Isha, Shalayase, Pesel Masecha, etc., the whole list of Brachas. The Elu, the Elu, Ani, Amen. What? The Karnam. The Karnam. We'll go through the Gemara, the Gemara will go through much more detail on it, but assuming the Karnam said them at this stage. The Elu, the Elu, Ani, Amen. Everybody said Amen. Everybody said Amen. Not just the people on Hargrizim said Amen. Everybody said Amen. Then they turn to Harevel. Same exact Nakuda, but on the opposite, on the negative side. Okay, so they went back and forth on the various different brachas and clothes. We'll talk more detail about it in the Gemara. Until they finished it and went through the whole list. After that, they brought rocks, stones. They built a mezbech. They covered it over in lime to make it smooth, etc. And they wrote the Sefer Torah in 70 different languages. We'll talk much more about this in the Gemara, whether this was the same stones, different stones, on the Sid, under the Sid, how exactly it was all put together. We'll go through all the details of it. Shenemar Be'er Hetev. The Pesach says, V'kosafta alo avonim. It's called the Be'er Torah Zois. Be'er Hetev in great explanation. And therefore it means in all Shivim Loshan, we're going to use this to hold the Goyim responsible that they should have come and learned the Torah. And if they didn't come and learn the Torah, Kashbaruch is going to have Tainas on them. We'll see in the, the Gemara, we'll explain more details. Then, V'natlu Esavonim, and Rashi says over here, Sosurus Mizbech, Rashi says, They broke the Mizbech, they took the stones, and according to the Rashi's learning, the Be'er Hetim was written on the Mizbech itself, that's what it sounds like, and then they broke the Mizbech after after they finished bringing the karbonas, they took the stones out of that. And then they went to the place where they were going to sleep that night, which Rashi says in Gilgal. And then they stood up the stones. Again, we'll talk much, much more detail about this in the Gemara, exactly what the structure was. Yes. It's, it's not broke. It's dissembled. This, this no? It's soft. Okay. It's breaking. Rashi says sasra. I mean, it breaks. They were sud besid. So you have to remove them. It wasn't just put together. They were actually cemented of some sort. And then they took it apart. So We believe we found a place for the fact. I was there. Yes, we'll talk about it when we get to it. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Pashas, we'll, we'll have a, we'll have a, we're going to have a tour. Tour? Yeah, you have to go. You, have to go. you can only go Cholomite. If you go Cholomite, Sukkot, or Pesach, you can go. It's a wonderful, most amazing trip I've ever done in this country. That's by far. By far. By far. Besides to Eshkoyed. No. Says the Gemara. So now the Mishnah, the Mishnah, the Mishnah, interestingly enough, the Mishnah said, Ketzad, and it only said Ketzad on a few of them, on Mikrobikurim and Chalitza. It said Ketzad on the Brachas, on the Brachas and the Kolos, but it never actually said anything in the Mishnah about the Brachas and Kolos being a Lashon Kodesh. And now the Gemara will take up the, the discussion on the rest of the points. So Parsha Saitim, you know, how do we know Parsha Saitim, we talk to the Isha, and we make the Shvua, that it, it could be B'chol Lashon. The Chsiv, Amar HaKoyin Isha. There is no Pasuk like this. not the Pasuk we're talking about. Rashi says the Pasuk we're referring to is V'eshbiya Oisah HaKoyin V'amar El HaIsha. And he says, El HaIsha, and Rashi says, El HaIsha is Ma so Rashi says over here that Eloisha is mashma that she has to understand. So it's not a question, it's mashma that the Kayin doesn't necessarily have to understand. It could be, let's say she understands you know, English, the Kayin does not. The Kayin can just read it off, and as long as she understands, that would be good enough. So depending on which Pasuk you're referring to over here, it could be a din in the Kayin or a din in the Isha. The way Rashi learns it's definitely a din in the Isha, that the Isha has to understand. Any Lashen she understands, you could say it in. Now, what do you have to tell her? So the Gemara says a few things. 
on for what is she drinking. We'll explain what this means. How is she drinking? What does this mean? The word goes to each one. So we, it's not just, this is throwing in more details than we've seen till now. Till now we just said, we read of the Lashon that it says in the Torah of Ishbia. Here we actually throw in, there's a little bit more that we actually tell her. First of all, we explain to her what's going on here at all. If she doesn't understand what's going on, maybe her husband didn't explain it to her, and she wasn't paying attention that day in seminary when they learned Hilchah Saita, so therefore she doesn't really know what's going on. So they tell her, There was Kinev Astira, you know that, you violated it, you have to, you have to now clarify the situation. What's going to be the process? We said she drinks a dafka out of a not nice kais, so it should be, because she, we talked about that. Over here, we try to calm her down. And we try to tell her that, it's, we, again, we want her to admit what she did. So we don't have to Hashem. So we tell her, please admit, and don't feel guilty if you actually did it, because things happen, whatever, you know, you were talking, you were schmoozing, you didn't realize, and that's a negative thing, but the said this like an excuse, so it's okay if you go ahead and admit it. But we tell her, you should admit it and get away from this. However, it, you have, it could, could be, it was Beshege, it could be, it was Bemeze, it could be, it was Bainus, it could be, it was The Kolkachlama, why do I have to go through all this? We have an issue over here. We have an issue over here is that if she was Mizana, but Bainus, right, then she didn't do anything wrong. Right? It's not her fault. So she's going to drink the water, nothing's going to happen to her. She goes, oh, you see, this water doesn't work. I was Mizana. So we have to explain to her that the water only works if it was Be'isr, if it wasn't not. Rashi says, We want to explain to her, the water only works if you did it Be'isr. So therefore, while we encourage you to drink the water, first of all, we encourage you to be Maida. If you're not going to be Maida, we encourage you uh, we encourage you to, to drink the water and do what you have to do. But be aware that Lavdafkas are going to do anything. If it was Ba'inis or if it was Beshegig, Lavdafkas is going to check you. And therefore, but don't think that this water is not effective. In the future, it will be effective if you're amazing. And therefore, don't, don't lose faith in the system. So all those are just extra details of things we tell her, which again, are not, it's, those things are not in the Psukkim at all. The Psukkim just say the Shua. These are things that Chazal added on that we want to make sure she understands. And therefore, we should say it seemingly, in this case, it would seem it is better to say it in a Lushan she understands and not in Lushan Kodesh. Right? As opposed to the other tefillahs oriented things like we said in the halacha today, that those things might be better to say in Lushan Kodesh. In general, I'll just give the point this out now, Taisu's Shita is, and this is the way the Meshavur Paskins as well, that you can daven or say any of these things in Lushan Kodesh even if you don't understand them. However, if you want to say it in a different language, then it has to be a language you understand. Okay, that's the way the Mishaburah comes out, that if you want to say it in English, that's fine, if you understand English. If you want to say it in French, it's not fine, unless you understand French. Okay, but and Kaddish, everybody could say, for tefillahs for sure. For these other items, it's a little bit difficult. It's a little bit difficult to say that we're going to say her sight to everything in Lush and Kaddish, she doesn't understand it, which because you haven't accomplished anything, because here it's clearly an issue that we want her to understand what's going on, so she's encouraged to do what we want her to do. So, it's not, it's, again, it's not 100% clear, because there is no Mishaburah and Hukha Saita, so can't look it up there. Says the Gemara. If the woman can own it, yes. she loses everything by admitting it. Why would she admit it? No, no, no. We don't want her to admit it. The onus is we want it to be clear that when she drinks and nothing happens, she should not think that she got away with one. 
and therefore she'll like come here. in the future to think, oh, this water is worthless. I can be mazanib amazing and it won't check me anyway. Don't try to convince a woman who's honest. No, that's not a question. We're telling you, if you did it, if you did it, amazing, admit. If you didn't, nothing to admit. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Vidu Meiser, Minolans. We said Vidu Meiser also was listed in the Mishnah to be Nemar Bacholoshin. Vidu Meiser, Dixiv, the Amarto Lifne Hashem Alekacha, Baarti Akodesh Minabayas. It says the word Vyamarto. The Yalaf Amira Misaita. We learn out Amira from Saita is Bacholoshin Shuimer. And therefore, just like Saita says the word Amira, here also says the word Amira. It does not say Ania or anything like that, like it says by the Vim, just says Vyamarto. Therefore, Gri Bacholoshin. Amalar Zidla Bay, Vyalaf Amira Milavim. Why don't we learn after the Vim? Over there it says of Amarta, Malalama Shakadish of Kamalashin Kadish. So Saita says Amir, it's Bakalashin. Levi and the Brach, the Brachas in the Klaus says Amir, and it's Tafka Balashin Kadish. Although we don't know whether that is yet, but assuming it is. So over here by Vidar Meister, it says Amir also. How do you know where to make the Xavier Shava? Somewhere I've done it. Amir Gedasim, Amir Gedasim. We've done Amir Gedasim. Mianiya v'Amira. By the Levi and by the Brachas and Klos, it says v'Aniya v'Anisa. They v'Anu v'Amru. They answered, and therefore over there it says v'Amru. If we have a choice to make a Gzereshava between a plain Amira and a plain Amira, or a plain Amira with an Aniya Amira, of course we do the one that's more daima, and therefore we make the Hekesh to Gzereshava to Saita. It can be done v'Demaisa v'Cholosh. Says, well, that brings us to an interesting discussion. What does that word anu mean? When something is says in the Pasuk, a lashon of aniya, of answering, what does it actually mean? Tani adam When a person is talking about himself positively, and he has to brag a little bit, then you should say it in a quiet voice. Meaning, the word aniya, when you answer, when the Torah says aniya, that means loud. And when another Torah just says, V'amar, without Aniyah, that means quietly. So when you say something about yourself positively, you say it quietly. V'ganusai, but when you're talking about yourself negatively, then call Ram. Then you want to give yourself Musr, then you say it out loud. Where do we see that from? Shvacha bekol namach mevidri maiser. By vidri maiser, you say, Ba'arti akoydesh menabayis. You're telling you that you did all the good mitzvahs. You're saying good things about yourself. Then it doesn't say Aniyah over there. Therefore, over there you're just saying in a regular law, you don't have to announce it. By Mikrobikurim, which the Chayra is a bad thing, we're, set, we're talking about a Rami Amid Avi, that we came from people uh, that we that Yaakov Avinu was Ivid by, by Lavan, and, and Lavan was our forefathers, and he did Averis, and he was an Ivid of Erezara. So all those things we say, Vanisa, over there we say it out loud. You're supposed to say bad things about yourself. You're telling me that from Mikrobikurim we learn that from. Mikrobikura from Vidar Maisim, sorry. We learn out that you're supposed to say bad things about yourself publicly. One of the reasons that we daven tefillah quietly, people in their davening are asking for slicha, mechila, kapara, tshuva, etc. And you mafarit yachet. You don't want to say that out loud. You don't want to embarrass people who have done an avera publicly because then they're going to be discouraged from doing tshuva properly. And the right to that is amazing, Raya says the is that both a carbon chatis, which is for an aver, and an oilet, which is only sort of for an aver, generally speaking, an oilet is not considered being for aver, are both done bitzafin. So when someone comes to bring a carbon and he's doing a bitzafin of the azara, in the north part of the azara, we don't know if he's bringing a carbon, oilet, or chatas. And therefore he won't be so embarrassed. So therefore you see the Torah cares not to embarrass publicly someone who did an avera, and that's why we do tefillah belachash. So what does it mean that we're supposed to be by vidi bikurim? We're supposed to say it out loud. Not true, you're not supposed to say it out loud. By vidi bikurim. You're right. 
You're not supposed to say bad things about yourself. And we, we're now retranslating what we say over there. When we say, We're not talking there about the fact that Lovan, who was the father of the, of the Mos, was, was an Abid of Arizar. That's not the issue. That's not our problem. That's, that we have no problem with. The issue over here is it's Tsar. That Yaakov Avinu had to work for him, and Yaakov Avinu was under his Shlita. The Tsar part of it, that we're going to say. When you have bad things happen to a person and you need people to daven on your behalf, then you should say parabim. So it's not a question of saying the avera or saying a punishment parabim. Then you're supposed to be mechasa. You don't want to be begalachet or megala einish like that. But if you need tefillah some people, then you want to go ahead and do it. The rabbim vakshal avrachmim. The chomisha ir by davar tzarich leidiel rabbim. Rabbim vakshal avrachmim. And therefore, that's the nekud over here. And that's why we say by bikurim we say it out loud because there was tzar. Now bikurim is not tzar. Now we're not davening now for akum avinu, of course. But we're learning out from that concept that we say it out loud for that point. On that nekuda, gufam rabbi yechem shem shem by yichai. If they mat tiknu tefila belachas levayishas avyavayish. They chalak akasuf. They makom chatas tzar. As we said, we learned that out from the fact that chatas tzar are all done but soften. Says, "Well, it's not true." Veloy. When you do the zrikas damim of the karbonas, there's a big difference. Dam chatas is lamayla. We have the chutas sikra, which separates the top half of the mizbech from the bottom half of the mizbech. The dam chatas you do on the kronos. You do on the top part of the mizbech. The dam is lamata. The dam of the other you do on the bottom half of the mizbech. So you can tell when the kain goes, does, goes and does zrika sadam, whether he's doing a zrika of an oila or he's doing zrika of a chatas. So you could tell. So what do you mean you can't tell? You could tell. <laughs> Only the Kayin knows what's going on. The Kayin you don't know when a Kayin's coming to do Zrika who it's for. You're not that in. When you're bringing the carpet into the Beisamik dish for the first time and you're doing smicha on it, so then you could tell, well, if the oil was done by Dorim and the Olchat was only done by Tzafon, anybody who's doing smicha by Tzafon, you know he's bringing a carbon chata. So therefore the Torah discourages that and says, do everything by Tzafon so you can't tell. When I, actually the Kayin does, does the Zrika, yes, it's on different parts of his bath for whatever reason, Kosh Baruch asked for that, but at that stage we don't know who the Kayin's doing for or what he's doing for, and therefore that won't be an issue. Says Mar, but there's another problem. They're different animals. A chatas is always going to be in a cave. An oila is always going to be a zocher if you're bringing a sheep. And therefore, you're going to be able to see when someone's bringing a nekeva animal into the base of Migdash, you know he's bringing a carbon chatas. So he's going to be embarrassed. So what do you accomplish? By a sheep has a tail. And lav dafka, if you look from behind, you look from the front, unless you really look carefully, you're not going to be able to tell if it's a zocher or a nekeva. And that's dafka the reason. So it's Gokosh Boch who brought it with a tail. So it's covered over the zachos and nakfos. That's if you bring a sheep. If you bring a goat, the goat doesn't have a tail that covers over the zakhar and the keva. And therefore, when you bring these karbanas, you could bring sheep or goats. So if you decide to bring a goat, and then you're going to have a problem. People see it's in a cave, and they know you're bringing a karban chatas. It's What are you bringing a goat for? Right? Yes, the Torah says goats and sheep are interchangeable for these halachas, but if you don't want to be embarrassed, so, right? so then don't bring a goat. Bring a sheep, and it won't be an issue. So become I see serious it's your own problem. There is one chatas that has to be a sar. A chatas of a desara has to be a sar. Seira. It's an akeva. So it doesn't have a tail. People are going to see. You're going to be embarrassed. You just say that we don't want to be embarrassed publicly. Then you get what you deserve. Okay, then you're going to be embarrassed. The Kashbach who wants you to be embarrassed, that's a chalak and a bar, but dafka Krishma. To be the Krishma also could be Kholashim. 
minolan. How do you know you don't learn how Kriyashma from the other ones that have to be Dafka Balash and Kodesh? The Ksib Shma Yisrael. What is Shma? But Chaloshin is Hashemeh. And Shemeh doesn't mean hear. Shemeh means understand. Okay, and all these halachas Shemeh means understand. Talk about it. Kriyashma Kichsavah Devir. Rabbi argues on our Mishnah. Rabbi says Kriyashma has to be in Lashin Kodesh the way it's written. What's the machlekes? My time to Rabbi Yamakar. Vahayu. The pasuk says, Vahayu hadvar ma'ela. Shanech l'tzavka. What is Vahayu? These words. Bav yasan yeh. Just like it's written, obviously in the Sefer Torah, Malashin Kodesh, you have to read it, Malashin Kodesh. Vahabana namakar shma. Bechaloshin shatar shema. You're right. It says Vahayu, but it says shma. Shma means whatever you understand. So how do you so how do you know which one's the ikr, which one's the tafel? How do you do these different psukim? Vahayu means that even when whatever language you read it in, it has to be in the order of the words and the psukim and the concepts that are written in the pasuk. You can't read it out of order. So Rebbe who says Vahayu says it has to be in Lush and Kaidish. So maybe you can read it in Lush and Kaidish but out of order. No. midvarim hadvarim. It says the extra hey, Vahayu hadvarim, the extra hey. The extra hey says not only does it have to be in Lush and Kaidish, but it has to be in the proper order. They don't dash in the extra hay. As we had earlier, you don't dash in the extra vav necessarily. No, if you don't dash in the extra hay, Vahayu teaches me that it has to be in order. Lavdaf does it have to be in Lashin Kodesh. So what does Rebbe do with Shema? Shema says anything you understand. That when you daven Kriyat Shema, yes, it has to be in Lashin Kodesh. Shema means you have to hear the words. You can't just say the words and not hear them. It has to be loud enough that you can actually hear at least the basic words that you're saying. That's another halachic machlekes here between the Rabbanan and the Rebbe. The Rabbanan say you don't have to hear the words. The words have to be verbalized, but it's very noisy or whatever it is. You don't hear the words or you say it so quietly. You're whispering that you don't hear the words. You're also going to be yitz. This is one more point. Lema comes out, Rebbe says, you need a Pasuk to teach me you're saying in a Lashon Kodesh. And the Rabbanan say, you have a Pasuk to teach me, you can say Kriyashma in any Lashon. So Lema Kasev Rebbe Kolotar Bechol Lashon Nebuch. It sounds like Rebbe holds that Kriyashma has a special halacha that has to be in Lashon Kodesh. Mashma, all other things we read from the Sefer Torah could be in any language. For instance, Rashi says, Kulik Rebbe When you have to lay in shul, maybe something derisive like Pasha Zacha or something like that, then it would have to be Dafka in Lashon Kodesh. So there, it's mashma. The Rebbe holds the Torah is written in Lashon Kodesh. Everything you read from a Sefer Torah, Lachatchila, should be Lashon Kodesh, even with the Evid. Kriyashma is Kriyashma over there. It says Vahayu that it could be Dafka Lashon Kodesh, but everything else could be in any language. We have another third machlokes here. Then we have the Rabbanon. Do you suck a date to be Lashon Kodesh? Never. Vahayu dekas Rachman alamali. What do you need Vahayu for? It's we should nechsev Shema. The problem is, is that we have conflicting psukim. The Torah understands that the word Shema by itself is Mashma, anything you understand. And the word Vahayu by itself is Mashma, as it is. So therefore, one of them is Dafka, one of them is Lav Dafka, but we need both of them, because once we need one to tell you whatever halach it is that has to be in order, you wouldn't know if that means in order, or does that mean Dafka Lashen Kodesh? So we have to have both Pesukim. The same thing on the other side. If the Rabbanan say Kriyashma could be specifically, Kriyashma specifically could be in any language, Mashma, all other Kriya has to be Dafka Lashen Kodesh. What do I need Shema for? All Lashen, all Kriyas could be in any language. Now, there is one exception. We know we learned the Gemara Megillah. You're allowed to read the Sefer Torah in Greek. Right? You can have a Sefer Torah written in Yavonah, that you're allowed to have. But that's a different halacha. 
Otherwise, all other all other lashonos besides lashon kodesh and yevanos would not be true. Lamali says, no, it's a mishum v'hayu." Again, the rabbanon are going to be stuck with the same point. Uh, Shema is the iker, but you need Shema because you have to have a hayu. As the rabbanon say, v'hayu says you, that you're not allowed to read it l'mafreya. So l'maisa, if you just had v'hayu, you would think it's not teaching me l'mafreya; it's teaching me dafka lashon kodesh. You need Shema to be mighty from that. So we have no raya from Rebbe and the rabbanon whether kolat or kul. Whether is done lashon kodesh or done in interestingly enough that's not one of the items listed in our mission on either side of the equation Tyson points that out there's a whole bunch of items not listed and we have to sort of guess and figure out where they fit into this discussion we'll see more tomorrow